0: This episode of Horror Movie Talk brought to you by Gator's Aid. Are your alligators lethargic and slow to rip apart intruders? Gator's Aid solves that problem with their unique formula of gator stimulants that will give your gators a new spring in their step. Best of all, Gator's Aid also helps your gators stay in a state of blind rage at all times so that they will destroy any human that comes within 20 feet of them. Gator's Aid. Get it wherever cocaine is sold. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk, an opinionated and accidentally funny Hoodie Picasso. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology, and Professor David Day, the foremost expert in glue glue bam bam. New theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. I'm Bryce Hansen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm David Day. <laughs> We're the best hoodie Picasso in town. I know right? the best in town, and definitely I'm the foremost expert in glue, glue, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, I I hit up Dustin the uh, yesterday. I was like, uh, d- by for those of you who don't know, G- Dustin Goebel is our resident uh, HMT artist who fucks hard, and uh, he produces all the <clears throat> all the all the pictures that go on all our posts uh and they're spectacular and i was like oh man so so last week we had we had a it came from social media where someone misspelled yeah Did a we, review we, an apple podcast misspelled the words horror podcast by saying hoodie Picasso and we we uh, kind of uh, broke it down in episode like what are they trying to say hoodie Picasso What? Are, hoodie Picasso and finally we went, oh it's a horror podcast so I, I went to Dustin and I was like Dustin wouldn't it be funny if there was a Picasso inspired picture of a hoodie on a real hoodie and then it just said hoodie Picasso underneath it. He didn't he didn't seem to think that was very funny, but I think it's hilarious. Although he might have, he was driving, so I was yeah. texting him while he was driving
0: around and he's like, I can't uh, I can't respond. Yeah, I mean it's one of our one of our goals is to have in jokes on the podcast and I don't know how that works. It works just like this. We just want we just want to force it. We just talk about hoodie Picasso for a little while yeah. and then people are on board. Yeah, hoodie Picasso. Yeah. So anyways, thanks for listening to our Hody Picasso. Um, you so before we get into the episode, let's talk briefly about a couple important items of business, mainly our website. Go to HorrorMovieTalk.com, all one word, to see past episodes, uh, leave comments, or see our awesome horror movie blogs. You'll also find links to all of our social media, and we're pretty active on Twitter and Facebook, even Instagram, and I am on an embarrassing amount of TikTok, but even <laughs> though we don't do a lot of uh, videos, but we're everywhere. Find find links on our website, HorrorMovieTalk.com. If you're new to the show, we post every Wednesday, uh, so subscribe on your favorite Podcast platform, and if you are on an iPhone, please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That helps out a
1: ton. Uh, you, if you really want to help with the show, if you really want to help with the show, you can hop on over to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Talk. But if the other, the other very easy way, non-monetarily, is to give us an Apple rating. Yeah, um, and like, you know, for
0: example, we completely fell off the charts. Like we're we're below two hundred and fifty. On the film reviews charts for the U.S., and we got a a rating or two yesterday, and like it popped us up to like low two hundred. So, yeah. so it's like it really is impactful. Whenever you leave a rating, it it does have an impact on our visibility.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is, um, you know, we do I, a lot of you may know, but a lot of you don't is. If you prefer to listen while you're at work and maybe you have a headset or something like that, you can subscribe to our YouTube, and we have every episode we do on our YouTube, and sometimes that's an easier streaming option,
0: you know, just just FYI. Yeah. So we've got a great show today. Today we're going to be talking about Crawl. So this is a patron selection. This is a new release that... W- Kind of slipped by us last year, so we're kind of excited to be able to talk about it today. We're going to start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of one to 10, 1 being a miserable dredge where it makes you angry that you watched it, five being completely average, hitting all the expected marks, expected marks, and ten being so good it transcends genre boundaries. So after we give our score, we'll go into a deeper dive and get into spoilers, uh, talk about what we liked or disliked about the film. And then later on, we have a couple segments. Uh, we're going to be doing taglines, perennial favorite. And it came from social media. We've got even more people reaching out to us on social media and, and uh, lots, of, lots of people to yeah, feature. Yeah, it's been there. really kicking off. Yeah. Um. So let's get into the review. Our, uh, Like I said, our patrons voted for this week's movie and selected Crawl. Um, to be
1: fair, I mean, it was like semi a tie between The Void and
2: Crawl.
0: Yeah, well, someone voted one day late. I yeah. hadn't closed the poll, but yeah. the deadline was Monday and they voted. The last vote for The Void was on Tuesday. I, so if you're a patron, yeah. sorry. Yeah. You... But I let I I will
1: let our patrons know that I am interested in now that I was like, huh, the void, huh? So I started taking a look at it at what that's all about. Looks fucking cool. Yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe vote on it in February. I'm just saying, baby. Yeah.
0: So I mean, if you're not in the know, like getting requests. Like, we have a backlog of people that have said, like, hey, you should review this. And we keep a running list. Yeah. And it's so comically long now (laughs) that there's no possible way we can make everyone happy on a show that features one movie per episode. Yeah. So uh, how we got around it is uh, our patrons get to kind of crowdsource the decision. They come up with a list and then vote on it. and uh, Once a month. Once a month. So if you want to be involved in that become a patron check out i think it's our top top level because you know because we can <laughs> <laughs> i don't know which level it is it's, I, it's really it's to... the 15 dollar one oh, okay so um which we do have one person that that joined at that level yeah and then of course awesome. all of our founding members yeah and well. all of our founding members um people that didn't jump on yeah anyways let's get into to crawl so um Like I said, we let this one slip by uh, when it was in theaters, but now we know you don't just slip by gators. They will look for you, they will find you, and they will kill you. (laughs) Here's the trailer for Crawl. The state of Florida has issued a Category 5 hurricane warning residents must evacuate immediately grab your families your loved ones and get out
2: dad we won't be able to come for you dad Of senses. I can distract them for you. You got this! You need to go now. I'm not leaving you here!
0: trailer. It really is. The sound design on that yeah, trailer the, is probably the best the, that I've ever heard on a trailer. The best
1: sound design I've ever fucking heard on a trailer. Just because we're, we're not watching the trailer, we're listening to a sound clip of it and, man, I mean, just, just picking apart the
0: audio on that is
2: perfect.
0: Yeah. And the sound design in the movie was actually really great, too. The those the little uh, light flashlight that's whirring yeah, to, to charge it that's up. true. That's true. Um... Crawl can be found for rent or purchase on your favorite video platform. We watched it on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. Rental. Yeah, I think um, we paid
1: six bucks for it.
0: Yeah. Um, it ain't cheap, but it's, uh, I mean, I'm going to kind of spoil it and say it's worth it, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, I don't. If you're, in, if you're into creature features. Yeah, yeah. Man, we've been disagreeing a lot on like every movie that we've reviewed. The last like three. Yeah, we're it's, on, been, like, it's been rough. We're just like spinning around that five on both ends of it. Yeah. Uh, the movie follows Floridian Haley, um, and I did not put in the actress's name, but it's not important, a competitive swimmer that goes to check on her father before a Category 5 hurricane hits. She discovers that her father, Dave, played by Barry Pepper, I remembered that one, a.k.a. the sniper from Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. He's been He's a recognizable face,
1: but you'll be like, who is that guy? Yeah, he's the badass who is shooting Germans and...
0: World he, War II, bro. Yeah, and he looks like a Florida man. <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> so,
1: wow, what is
2: that?
0: Wow, what is that? So uh, <laughs> anyway, she discovers that her father, Dave, is in the crawl space there you go. below his house with a broken leg from an alligator attack. <laughs> she finds out quickly that there are not one, but two hyper-aggressive gators that will stop at nothing to kill them both. What proceeds is a game of gator and mouse where they try to escape the gators in a labyrinthian and increasingly flooded crawl space. The movie is a, has a simple setup and delivers exactly what you would want out of it. Ridiculous gator action.
1: <laughs> <laughs> these gators it's, it's super retarded. Yeah, these gators.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure before these gators came into the into Dave's crawl space They apparently stop by Tony Montana's and consume that mountain of coke on his desk. They are ridiculously aggressive. The two main characters are constantly in danger, but are protected by the most powerful substance known to man, plot armor. (laughs) So while we watch them try to outsmart the gators for an hour and a half to accomplish the impossible task of, you know, crawl a couple feet to the stairs, we're introduced to a steady stream of possible saviors who are immediately attacked and torn apart by ravenous gators. Is this a spoiler section or is this the the synopsis? This is the synopsis. I mean, come on. You know what you're getting into.
1: Yeah, There's no way to spoil this movie. Yeah. It's, a, it's a movie called Crawl that features alligators.
0: What could you possibly need to know? The movie is the setup yeah like that's that's what the whole movie is yeah um you won't know whether they survive or not until the end but yeah i've said it before i'm not a huge fan of monster movies or creature features but i can appreciate the ones that are done well and this is one of those the situation is creative the pacing of the plot is great it's only an hour and a half doesn't outstay its welcome the tension is high throughout the movie because of the rising water. It is really a great device to move the plot forward. Um, there is a decent amount of character development between Haley and her father. Like just a lot of the table stakes are there. Like it, it's surprising what is left off for a lot of monster movies. Like if you compare this to Underwater, there was zero like character development or backstory for anyone really yeah do you know why any of them were there or what they really did um yeah yes there was the captain there was the captain
1: there was the mailman the mailman (laughs) (laughs) oh no not the mailman i'm sorry he's the uh the emergency round-em-up guy you know in the okay like he came by in a boat to make sure that they made it out safe
0: oh i was i was talking about under underwater as a counterexample. Oh, oh, my apologies. Um, yeah, could could you say for underwater why any of them any of them were there? Or yeah, she was a
1: mechanical engineer. He was a captain. The other guys were, you know, the, people. D-
0: well, they did things. Yeah. Surely they did things. And do you know like why they chose to live miles and miles under water? L- well, that's not really the point. <laughs> is it i don't know i mean if you just said that it might make it more interesting but i don't know so i, I it might so I, this movie i feel like underwater is one of those movies that could easily be
1: very broken apart and made worse by intricate plot like that's true like they're not capable of
0: of that and it's good that they know that <laughs> yeah um so anyways like crawl it does have like some character development it does have backstory there's relationships between the characters that are fleshed out, um, even one of the cops, like one of the side characters, that's kind of the the gator fodder. Like he has a backstory with Haley's sister. It's true. So yeah, a lot of the table stakes are there, um, and you know, I'm. Uh, it doesn't take much to impress me with these creature feature so if you come for gator attacks you will not be disappointed everything from just playing gator bites to being completely drawn and quartered by a congregation of gators is covered it runs the full spectrum it sure does overall it's a really well written and executed creature feature that maintains tension has the proper amount of ridiculous action and doesn't overstay its welcome i give it a seven out of ten
1: I don't disagree with almost anything you said at all I agree right almost a hundred percent with everything you said it's well done like even down to the CGI is really like appropriate and looks good uh, and I that's not something you'll normally hear me say especially with something that basically features CGI the whole way through uh-huh. like it's it's the darling of this movie is the CGI alligators. Yeah. It it was a well-done movie. It was a it was especially for a creature feature, it was um it was tense. I felt uh upset at <laughs> times and um and that's it impressive to achieve. There were some really great jump scares. I just it's just a seven on paper to me, you know. It's just it just feels like it just feels like there. I could say seven, and I wouldn't be wrong. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not feeling it in my soul because right. I don't care. Right. Like it's it's just like I don't know. Maybe it's too much of these monster movies, and that's not our lane so much. You know, uh, it's not my the thing that I enjoy as much. So I, yeah. It deserves a seven, but I just don't, I just don't care about it very much. Uh, and it. All right, stop beating around the bush. Give us your score. I don't know what my score is. It's like you don't want to commit. It's not that I even don't want to commit. It's that I can't really land on anything that's fair. Because a seven is fair. It's just I don't. It doesn't feel like seven to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was a situation where we watched it together, and we were both pretty distracted. We were talking about other. Than- other things, yeah, we were joking around that were, around the that whole were time. more entertaining usually than what we were watching. But even even from like my split interests, like I could tell that this was a good movie. I could too. Yeah, I could too. Um, it's just, I,
1: you know, this feels like Twister, right? You
0: know, yeah. Because so here's one of the things that it feels I, like that a I said movie about, that
1: could be a movie that could just be on cable for the rest of eternity.
0: Yeah, it makes you makes you empathetic with critics in general because Yeah, it sure does. You're like there's no winning because you can dislike it personally but see it's great. Right. So what where does that put you? Yeah. Is it good? It's not good to you. Right. And your job as someone reviewing something is to tell someone whether it's good or not or your opinion about it right like you can't oh i feel nothing is objective i feel like i
1: did a pretty good job of describing my position it's like if you if you empathize with with my opinion a lot if you're someone who's like yeah david and i we share taste then i feel like i've appropriately given you the buffer that you need to go okay he has my taste or I always disagree with David. I love creature. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. you you understand. So I, I right. would say that this deserves deserves a seven, but I I, I give it a six, I guess, just because it's. I know it's not average. I know it is better than yeah than average and yeah, five is the, average.
0: One of the things I pointed out. Yeah, like we were discussing this. How is hard, a good, This is a really good point. How we how hard it is to come up with the scores and like how like non we painted ourselves into a corner so one of the things that red letter media does really well is they never give a rating they just like give their impressions and be like you just see it in their face like do they like it or not yeah and you decide like how excited they are talking about it kind of determines whether I get excited enough to see it yeah um but we're too far in; we can't go because that's not true. It's we can change it, it any time. We could change it any time. It's easy to do. I mean, this was one of the very, very first inputs that we got uh, was like, "You need to give us a rating." Yeah, like what? And and specifically, what is the scale? Like we, I think we had a one to ten rating. They're like, I. I don't understand how 1 to 10 works. Explain it to me. That was driven
1: by some very specific people who were listening early on, and it may not represent the actual consensus now.
0: So, um, I don't know. We'll put it to the listeners. Do you think having a 1 to 10 score is important? Does it help you? Um, or, Or are you fine with just hearing us talk about it? Yeah, which
1: which would you like to hear? Tell let us know Facebook, Twitter, on the post for this for this crawl episode. Yeah. Let us know.
0: I mean, I'm fine with it. It's fun to think about it to try yeah. to like nail it down, but it ends up I end up feeling like IMDb where everything is a six or seven.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. It does feel like you get cut. You, you, you get hamstringed a little bit.
0: <clears throat> I mean, the takeaway is it's better than average. Um, definitely, if you're into creature features, check it out. So before we get into spoilers and talk more in detail, let's talk about some more items of business. We mentioned our Patreon page. You guys should check that out if you're a fan of the show. You can unlock patron-exclusive content like our Afterpod podcast that only our patrons can listen to where we leave the mics running and shoot the shit. And our most recent mini-pod about the, the Netflix Dracula series. Yeah um also like we said before you can have the opportunity to vote on stuff lots of lots of perks small to big um, that you can participate in so check out our patreon at patreon.com horror movie talk or if you go to our website there's a link to it at the at the top mm. um new patrons arrived this week yes they sure did yes so I, we we are so excited when, when we get new patrons it's, like I, I can't tell you how life-affirming it's like it little kisses from god yeah <laughs> it's like little little god kisses and this patron we are both really excited about because we've talked about him probably like five times if not more oh, on the podcast. He's every episode. Every time we talk about anything having to do with Scandinavia. So, and there's a surprisingly large amount of movies that deal with like Sweden. Yeah, actually,
1: I, I'm this afterpod, we're going to talk about um, a movie that I'm in the middle of right now, which is uh, Lords of Chaos, which is about the most, the coolest Scandinavian story of all time. And there's, and that's saying something. Is this a metal thing? Yes. This is the this is the story about Mayhem and Euronymous and Dead and Necrobutcher and Varg Verkins. This is the story about Mayhem and all the weird murder and church burnings and 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 uh, animal sacrifice that they do and it's really well done. And we're going to talk about that in today's afterpod, so get on that patron
0: train. Oh, I'm so excited. Anyways, uh Thank you to Magnus. Who we're talking about is Magnus, one of our newest patrons. Uh, Magnus is out of Sweden, and we talk to him all the time on Facebook. So welcome, Magnus, as a new patron. And also... And also, Tanya um, is another patron out of Colorado... And we're going to talk more about uh, her, and it came from social media, but she also was one of the reviews we read last week. Yeah, she was. She was um, per Sleep
1: Meow. Yeah. And uh, and thank you so much for uh, joining both you guys, Tanya and Magnus. We
0: appreciate you very much. Yeah. Um, Other ways you can support the podcast, you can buy or rent any movie or product on Amazon. As long as you click through the green button in the header of our website, we get a little taste of that check out our resident artist Dustin Gobel. He's a professional artist who fucks hard! Yeah, he does. Oh my god. And more importantly, he takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans. Contact him at, dgoble00, at dgoebel00 at d-g-o-e-b-e-l- 0 on Instagram and make your artistic dreams come true. Tell him HMT sent you. Also, Shudder, if you are interested in streaming horror and you're kind of waiting on pulling the trigger on shutter we've got an incentive for you use code hmt at checkout and you'll get a 30-day free trial instead of their shitty fucking just insulting seven-day free trial it's
1: like what are you what are you doing with your life if you got that seven day get on that hmt 30 day
0: yeah bitches new releases on shutter recently is tammy and the t-rex starring the voice of the t-rex is paul walker (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then Tammy what? is Denise Richards, I think. Wow! Yeah. So What is happening? I'm pretty sure they covered it on Best of Worst. Also, Audition is newly added and Monster Squad, so yeah. check out Shudder.
1: Classic
0: movie, Monster Squad yeah. from 1988. So thanks again for listening. Let's get into Spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> Spoilers. It's spoilers. Spoilers? Spoilers. spoilers. Is it spoilers now? It's spoilers it's right now. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, this is not a complicated film. I mean, if you want to get the main spoiler right off, like, yeah, they survive. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, there, we ruined the movie for you. But this movie is about building tension. Well, I see guess you guys I did next just, episode. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we did just ruin that. Anyways, um, so this is the most labyrinthian crawl space I've ever seen in my life it's huge it's uh it's cavernous
1: it's just like your mom's vagina
2: <laughs>
0: full of pipes <laughs> wow uh,
1: uh, banging on those pipes man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. So uh yeah, it's that like should, that's my tagline. Yeah, it's, it's crawl. Just like Bryce's mom's vagina. Uh um so Bryce's mom is a saint and I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's a wonderful woman who did nothing but support me and my family through one of our hardest times. And so thank you very much. I'm so sorry. Your vagina. I'm sure your vagina is very nice.
0: Oh, God. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Okay. So don't tell your mom about this. This this crawl space. I mean, the title crawl is about halfway about the the alligators crawling and the crawl space. This crawl space is halfway between a basement and a crawl space. Yeah. Like, in most... Maybe it's different in Florida, but, like, crawl space under houses here is, like, two or three feet, maybe? Yeah. Like, three feet would be extreme. Can you, like, crouch down... In your crawl space? Well,
1: I mean, you know, it depends on if you're on a hillside or and all that kind of stuff. There's pl- there's plenty of houses out here where you can stand up in there. Trust me, I know. I've been in a thousand of them, but uh, but there, it seems like everything's flat. Like, I mean, I guess I guess one of the more common things would be to have your house on stilts you know if you're in a a place that floods frequently but that wasn't the case uh, here this
0: was just like a classic crawl space you know just yeah it was it was like enough to where it felt like they could stand but they probably had to crouch a little but then also it felt like the ground was Paved? Yeah, you know, do you, I
1: don't know if you've ever seen The People Under the Stairs, at Wes Craven movie yet, from no. like 89 or 90 or whatever it was. But, uh, but the house in that movie is very similar to this crawl space in this house. But, but it's like, the whole house is that way uh-huh. in that movie. And it, in this movie, it's just the crawl space is just disproportionately large... And unfamiliar throughout. <laughs> yeah. Like, like there's little trap doors and fucking pipes uh, running all over the place and uh and some places are, you know, very small and so others are very large and it's like okay, well what's going what's really going on here?
0: Yeah, it's it it's weird. It it's feels like a space that only exists in a movie about right. yeah. gators that you're trying to escape.
1: It, you know what it feels like? Is it feels like what this is a representation of a crawl space for someone who's intimidated by crawl spaces, <laughs> like who's never been in. Which is most people, right? Uh-huh. Most people have never been in a crawl space, have no inclination to go in a crawl space, uh-huh. and we'll just call a professional if something needs to happen down there. Yeah, like so, me, right? Right. So it's like I uh, this is this is the this is the fantasy crawl space that exists in your mind when you're like, I don't want to go down there and figure out what's going on. Yeah Because there might be Alligators
0: down there <laughs> so Probably a spiders Deep seated fear Yeah Yeah Um Lots of movie logic Around injuries Or even attacks Oh in yeah In this man. movie Yeah So You remember that Compound fracture From earlier in the movie Don't Forget about that We fixed it yeah. They can run now Yeah Just don't Don't worry about it We don't need that arm That's a That's not really A load bearing arm Yeah or leg the uh, the movie logic with the attacks like the gators are super super aggressive but when they do bite sometimes it's like a dog that doesn't know what they are gonna do with a giant bone they're like I got it now what
1: yeah sometimes sometimes the alligator simply daintily I'm like can I can I can I grab your like this and then it's chompa chompa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> chompa chompa and and other times they're going like the full tornado spin version and then just sometimes they're just plain amputating
1: yeah and then they're like Sabrina don't just stare at it eat it and they eat it
0: <laughs> so yeah I mean it's it, there's it go, like I said before it runs the whole spectrum it's fun um, like it keeps you on your toes and there's definitely moments of gore they're like yeah that's pretty great yeah like i'm not a huge fan of gore but sometimes when it like comes unexpected and you're just like whoa that's like just a great feeling you, we, you know you know we have to watch uh brain dead we have to watch
1: peter jackson's brain dead yeah i've seen i've seen like the lawnmower scene i've from seen it. most of that movie and it's pretty great you, you you're gonna well i don't know it might be so
0: over the top that it that it just anyway so crawl yeah um like, I don't even know if we need to talk about any of the the hits in the plot or, like, any of the beats in the plot. It's literally, she goes down the basement, finds her father, he's, his leg's broken, and they're trying to get back out of the crawl space, but... Yeah, it'd these, be, these are like it'd be super strategic gators. They're like flanking, conducting flanking actions. Yeah, it's yeah. like there's a gator general down there.
1: It'd be easier to talk about what works and what doesn't work, and then the few like um, uh, kind of level up moments throughout the movie, like yeah. where they find you know specific spots in the crawl space, <laughs> yeah. specific unexplored. Oh, here's why the gators are here. Right. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. so what, what works for you in this
0: the most? What are the things that, that work the most for you? I mean, I really like the situation and the setup. Like, it, the flood, the rising waters is a tension builder throughout. Mm-hmm. And it's it's used yeah. as a really great device. And it, it ramps up yes. towards the end. So it the rate at which it f- is flooding increases throughout the movie to where it's like... Wait a minute! The first thirty minutes, it was rising like about three feet,
1: you yeah, know, in a that couple 30, 30 minutes.
0: inches and every hour. The last half hour, it's like it rose like thirty feet, yeah, in about five, five minutes, something yeah. like that. So it, it, the crawl space keeps flooding, and once they get out of it, of course, it starts flooding faster to the yeah. point where it's going to get completely flooded. The the father's left behind, and then they get out, and this is the best. Like one-up moment <laughs> yeah. of the of the movie, they like go, "Uh-oh, the levee broke." What? That's from when the levee breaks. Oh, Le- that. By Led Zeppelin. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll definitely get flagged for that. But um, <laughs> so yeah, the levee Shut breaks up. when they're outside, and all of a sudden, this giant like tsunami wave hits them. Yeah, and. And then, like, everything is flooding way more to where it's a very just- Jurassic Park moment. Yeah. Because it's,
1: uh, they finally get out of the house and they're like, we're out of the house. And then this huge wave comes and crashes them back into the house after the levee breaks. Yeah. After the levee breaks. And then, uh, and then, then they're back in the
0: tree in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, Yeah, that was one of the most ridiculous moments. They get to the boat, there's this whole thing, and then just the wave washes them through a window. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) And then the water still rising so high, and for some reason it takes them forever to get up the stairs. But, you know, whatever. Well, he has a compound fracture in his leg.
1: It's an on-again, off-again compound fracture. Yeah, for me the thing that really worked very well was the movement of the alligators... And the alligators, like, uh, see, here's here's with with a caveat, like they were annoyingly slow when whenever there was like a, oh no, I'm backing up away from an alligator that's surely going to overcome me, and the alligator was just like, guess what, I'm gonna strut, I'm coming, (laughs) I'm gonna get you, and it's like, okay, just just bite her and eat her, Uh, but uh, but of course the alligator never. See,
0: here's. I'm going to disagree. That was one of the things that didn't work for me. Mm. Was that. The CGI didn't work for me? It'd be a completely different movie, but. I almost feel like um, it would be more interesting if the Gator movement was more realistic, because Gators are not that energetic. They're like. They're creatures of convenience or opportunity. This is
1: where you and I differ.
0: I'm pretty sure. I mean. Okay,
1: to an extent, like no, no gator wants to eat somebody this badly, f- right? For sure, yes. Like that, you're you're right about. But like, gators can
0: run like thirty miles an hour. No, I, I looked it up. They can run on land ten to fifteen miles an hour. That's way faster than me. But if you watch videos, like they run for like five feet, maybe, and then they're
1: like. Ugh. They're not really running but, down there. Like I said, he's, like, slowly approaching her with his big gaping yeah. maw.
0: Well, I mean, there's there's lots of gator movement that just isn't realistic. It's like someone painting in the CGI of, like, I want it to look like this. Mm. But if you were think- to think about it, like, gator doesn't have that range of movement or doesn't... So, I mean... Yes, it do. <laughs> we'll, we'll agree to disagree. But People I I would have liked, liked it if if it was just... Just literally a normal gator, not like a coked-up gator, that they were stuck there, and even if it was just, like, a chomp, like, if you think about deliverance, the guy breaks his leg and he's out. Yeah. Like, there's nothing very extreme about it, and then you see, like, oh, this is what really happens is you're completely taken out if you break your leg. Well, that's a different kind of movie though. It's like
1: yeah. the, it's intent
0: is to convey total hopelessness. Right. So that's I I had a different movie and vision in my mind mm. of like what if it was just that if it was super realistic and it was a bad situation but they got out of it but the hurricane was really the the problem, you know? Yeah. It was like a race against nature for survival. But it wasn't that type of movie. It was it was a creature feature. And for that, the CGI and the gators were, were great.
1: Yeah. And, you know, actually, in terms of stuff that we expected. So Sam Raimi's name is all over this fucking thing. He's the executive producer. He's I think he's the producer as well. And uh, and so I was kind of like, oh, man, are we going to get some practical effects up in here? Are we going to get some some puppet alligators? And uh, and I would have loved to see just a a very wiggly coked up mm, shaky like (laughs) puppet gator just
2: right
1: right (laughs) i would have loved to see that and there were a couple instances where they did use where it was biting her and they did use a practical effect they did use a puppet or or a a machine or something like that but uh it was very sparse and uh, it wasn't the -the over-the-top puppetry that you see in a lot of sam
0: raimi stuff yeah um other stuff that worked. I mean, I think I think the um they didn't try to go too complicated with the characters or the themes of it, but it was enough to kind of it's like the salt yeah. on 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 your food. It just like, well, it sweetens a little bit. So the relationship between her and her father their father's divorced. There's a little bit of history between her and her sister of who sided with who and her father was her former swim coach and really pushed her and a lot of the movie is about you know her not pushing past the right the the place that would get her to the next level of performance and I'll, you know in her points, swim career in her swim career and he points out that it's all mental that she can do it and so you know when when the time comes to swim! <laughs> the, sw- the swing away meryl uh, moment there's a very there's very much a swing away meryl moment in this um
2: you got this
0: Swam! That's like a very... A weird... Well, how does he say that?
2: You got this! You're faster than they are! What are you? Swam!
0: You're faster than they are. What are you? Swam! It feels like that, that bowler moment. Who do you think you are? I am! What? You don't know what I'm talking about? No.
1: Oh, man. I got it. Who do you think you are? I am. You are. We. Is it that kind of thing?
0: Yeah, here, I'll I'll pull it up on YouTube just a second. This guy. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! That is why I did it at
2: number five. Are you kidding me?
1: you never seen that before he's so excited no i've never seen that before
0: who do you think you are i am if
1: you guys want to see this video uh head on over to our post for crawl this is this is the funniest if you can't can't tell that's a bowler a
0: professional professional bowler who apparently did something good yeah it feels it's a very like phil mccracken from um <laughs> what's that movie called uh, uh kingpin kingpin yeah yeah bill murray's character from kingpin it's yeah. very much that moment
1: yeah, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> like he's so just, excited, just
0: nonsensical that he's uh, that he's just beyond beyond making sense. I, I guess the the backstory to that is that there were some hecklers in the audience or something like that when he was born before, and then he won the competition. Oh, uh, who do you think you are? I am. Right, right. Yeah. Um, SWAM <laughs> Who are you? you you're faster Your than them. Who was are you, <laughs> Anyway, so um, so that that kind of stuff was made it interesting, like engages you more and makes you empathize with the characters, and the stakes are higher. Um, it's not necessary, but it's it's good that they do it in creature features. So, I mean, if you think about it, the best creature feature in my mind, the one that I actually love, is Jaws. Yeah, absolutely. And most of that is character development. Yeah, like it's all, you know the the salty sea captain versus the academic versus the you know the sheriff and like all that character interaction and the drama and the backstories is what yeah makes jaws interesting because you don't want them to die right
1: yeah yeah jaws is such a high bar yeah it's um it's the high watermark (laughs) for (laughs) thank you david impressive (laughs) very nice. <laughs> it's uh it's the high watermark for creature features. Uh, I don't know that, that can anything touch jaws ever? It, like is it possible to make something that is as good and iconic as
0: jaws? I mean maybe jaws the revenge? <laughs> <laughs> so no. Oh man. No, I don't I don't think so with like an actual like creature feature that features an actual animal. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Even if it doesn't, like, I don't think you can touch Jaws. Just from the cultural implication and the effect that that movie had on people of, like, literally making people scared of the ocean for a generation. Oh, starting, starting like, a worldwide genocide on s- sharks. Yeah. Like, actually,
1: like, putting them into a, a danger zone for for extinction. Like, putting certain species into, yeah. into like, a, a bad place. <laughs> like... That's as, as as effective as you can be. Maybe Congo could compete. I, I don't know. know.
0: Man, my kids are stomping around like crazy up there. Yeah, they're going nuts. So the other thing that works, like I've already we've already talked about, the gator casualties. Like, I think every attack is pretty great, other than the ones where it's just the um, where they just kind of nibble. Where, where, they, where they go chompa chompa. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just walk away. Chompa chompa. So here's, I think this is probably all of them. So there's a, a couple that have a boat and they spot the Haley and, and Dave, whatever his name is. Is it Dave? I think so. Dave spot them through the holes in the, the crawl space. They see him yeah. cross the street at a mini mart and they're actively robbing it yeah. during the hurricane. And they try to get their attention. And, uh, yeah, the gators attack this, this couple pretty severely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not... And, and, and the weird thing about this movie, the thing that doesn't work for me so much, is that it's not just these two gators in the, underneath the house. It's all the gators in the area are fucking <laughs> livid. <laughs> yeah. They're just... They're bonkers. They're huge. They're all the biggest gator you've ever seen. And, uh, yeah, I mean... It's just goofy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's kind of to be expected.
0: Yeah. Um, the other one, so there's a cop that comes to save them, and <laughs> so they Haley comes across this cop at, like, this intersection. He's directing traffic and telling people to escape the hurricane or this whatever. This is at the very start. Yeah, you know? and there, there's a little backstory of him dating his sister. So you're like, oh, this is a family Her friend. Her sister. <laughs> her sister yeah yeah him dating is a very florida man yeah <laughs> her sister um and so he we already know who he is he's like a family friend and he comes and he's like checking on him and then he looks down at the murky basement and then chompa chompa he gets, <laughs> he gets eaten by the gator Just, chompa chompa. it's in the trailer it's not it's not a surprise to anyone but then his partner out on the boat gets drawn and quartered by gators like literally it shows an over overhead shot and you see like five or six gators take it each taking an appendage each and just rip them apart like like zombies
1: you're listening to the reason why Bryce loves this movie yeah it's great <laughs> bryce saw this moment and was like he was ecstatic he was overjoyed
0: he was yay! beside himself with like he's just
2: he- he- yay. <laughs>
0: And then um, the moment where uh, Dave's arm gets ripped off—that's great. Yeah, that's pretty good. There's there's a lot of like
1: really, like I said, really effective jump scares in this. Yeah, that are. Uh, it's kind of hard when there's so much action in a movie to have effective jump scares. You know, if there's a lot of silence and a lot of tension, jump scares tend to land better Mm -hmm. so in this movie there's this constant you know there's this you're always knocking on the door of drowning Mm -hmm. uh you're always knocking on the door of being right next to an alligator so it's all kind of expected that something's gonna fucking go wrong so the jump scares are harder to pull off but it does it nonetheless it's it's uh they're pretty impressive jump scares
0: so what'd you say about this movie my
2: skin's a tingling just thinking about this spooky tale (laughs) yeah i I would i would say that
0: yeah it's effective so what are the what are the things that don't work yeah um the uh,
1: this thing where they're constant like it's it's annoying to me where they're constantly like in the most inopportune place in the house trying to get like rescue helicopters to see them Uh they're like they're like in the in the basement and they're like sticking their arm out of the crawl space with a flashlight, being like, Uh (laughs) then the helicopter's like, what's that? (laughs) It's like, oh, okay, that's dumb. Yeah. Uh, other things that don't work for me, everything is, I don't know. It's, it's all just expected, you know, I, it's not, I don't know. It's, which in my last, in, in, in our, our review of underwater, I said, doesn't make it a bad movie. It just makes it, uh, it makes it expected.
0: You know? yeah uh I don't know it i just, mean i think I, I think some of the action around the gators, their movement it it jumps the shark sometimes you're like, okay, yeah. all right, and uh
1: constantly banging on a pipe was pretty annoying um i'm I'm never a fan of when they shine the flashlight in your face, but they there, didn't do that too much in this movie
0: there's very much a a thing where you'll be yelling at the screen to yell at them Bitch, to tell get them out of there. To make the right choice so they get washed back into this house and you're like just walk up the fucking stairs. Yeah, just go up. Just go up the stairs.
1: Why weren't you on the roof like
0: 20 minutes
1: ago? Yeah. Or like how hard is it to get to the stairs of the basement? Apparently yeah. the most impossible task ever because the vast majority of this movie is spent in the basement or in yeah. the crawl space.
0: Or just like I don't know take one of them heavy steel pipes and and like bang it against the the shitty concrete, the stuff that surrounds the foundation. Yeah, uh, the mortar. Yeah, yeah, the mortar. Just like they can see through it. Yeah, like a lot.
1: Like y- it's an old house. It's clearly succumbed to a lot of water damage. <laughs>
0: yeah so uh yeah i don't know but but i mean there's there's not really a lot to hate about this movie no and that's that's a testament to how good it is yeah like you can't it's mostly like if it's not your thing it's not your thing yeah uh so (laughs) one thing to say it's like oh it's not realistic why you are not
1: getting the point why were the two alligators down there why were they what were they doing down there
0: yeah so okay that is one thing it has... <laughs> Just she, tell me. She finds a nest with the gator eggs. Alligator nest. And, and yeah. then the question is like, well, wait a minute. Didn't they get in here because of the flood? So they, did they get in and immediately decide to lay eggs? This is my house. But the eggs are immediately hatching? Right. So,
1: no. here's. So, y- you seem confused about this, and I'm going to tell you, no. The alligators have been down here for a while protecting their eggs okay and uh which brings up the biggest bothersome question to me is you're living in this house with just full-grown 12-foot gators underneath it all the time they're making sounds they're laying eggs they're having sex they're living their life their best life in your in your crawl space and you're just one day you're like i think we're gonna I think we're gonna go down there and uh i don't know wrench around yeah during a hurricane during a hurricane yeah, I gotta. Does it ever explain why he is down there in the first place? We're not the best people to ask about that because we were kind of joking around during <laughs> the whole explanation of that whole thing. So, I mean, pff, probably. It, this movie is good enough that it probably does explain why he was down there and what he was doing. Yeah. And it's probably a, a reasonable reason. But nevertheless, he's been living in this house long enough for gators to set up shop underneath him, <laughs> under his house, laying eggs and shit. Which is, uh, I'm, I'm going to be that guy right now, that's not how alligator nests work. They need sunlight to incubate the eggs, idiot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they need to put a st- bunch of straw on the eggs, and then, and then they put them at a certain level in, above floodwaters. Uh, in
0: episode five of Itchy Scratchy, the, he hit the same rib twice and it produced two distinctive notes. I mean, I hope someone got fired over this.
1: Let me ask you a question. <laughs> what is a man with a shirt that says genius at, w-
0: at work doing watching a little kids program? I retract my question. Um, so the other thing that I, I thought they got wrong was a missed opportunity. How great would the ending be if they get out of the crawl space? They're out in the open water. The, the levee breaks. They fall out of the boat. They're going to crawl to the, the roof. And what comes and gets him? A great white shark. Damn. (laughs) That's going to be the sequel. Crawl and swim? Uh, Yeah. It it definitely, I mean, it would not have surprised me. I know. At all. I'd have been like, okay. (laughs) Okay. that would have been that would have been the perfect ending was just something utterly ridiculous um, the ending is pretty I mean it's uh, it's fine it's satisfying but it's exactly what you, you'd you expect why settle for a great white when you could have the Meg the Meg <laughs> wow. it's already proven itself aggressive towards boats <laughs> oh man I did get that clip I just didn't port it over oh well um so yeah final recommendations on crawl you go yeah i say see it um it will probably make its way to netflix or to amazon prime for free like i can't imagine that this wouldn't be this feels like a cable favorite like oh, this, yeah. this would be playing on a loop yes on some channel yeah for sure
1: yeah this is this is e- like they've made it easy enough to edit for gore uh it's it's a no-brainer for cable like this is Twister, this is
0: Jaws, this is Yeah, it's one of those movies that if you arrived in it in the middle, like you're you're on board. You'll watch the rest of it.
1: Oh man, this is Deep Blue Sea. Oh man. yeah. I've been I've been I've been just daydreaming about that movie for months now. I've just been like, I gotta go back and watch Deep Blue Sea. I gotta see Samuel L. Jackson getting eaten by a shark. A very, very smart shark. Oh my god. Alright. Yeah, I'd say uh, yeah, I'd agree with you. I mean if you're into creature features, this is this is a move for you. If if you are into heady psychological stuff, not for you. Don't it's probably and you know, no. Yeah. Alright,
0: let's move on to taglines. Taglines is a segment where we come up with alternate taglines for the movie that summarize it better than the existing tagline.
1: Yeah, I was given very little,
0: little notice on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, oh, you should tell me the day before. I, well, I, you should.
1: I, I gave I, you a half an hour. I t- Oh, wow.
0: So well, are, are, you are you making
1: the argument right now that a half an hour is better preparation time than 24 hours? I mean, we've we've come up with taglines in ten minutes. I know for this before, all because of this same reason, which is like I just told you ten minutes ago. You don't have line the lines right now. Yeah. Anyway, does so, it take you twenty four hours to come up with? No, but I come up with better ones. Nah, whatever. I mean, it is whatever. But for someone who's like, we need to
0: continually improve the show. Yeah. All right. All right. Point taken. Okay. Taglines. Taglines. Okay.
1: Bryce, this is a joke for you about alligators. Uh, what? What's the similarity between an alligator and Microsoft Windows? Oh God, what's the, what's the similarity? I, I don't know. Neither of them has enough
0: bites. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next time we'll give you twenty-four hours. <laughs> Crawl. <laughs>
2: My skin's a-tingling just thinking about this spooky tale. <laughs> Settle in. I'm settled. The other day, uh-huh. I coughed, but it sounded like a sneeze. So someone turned to me and said, bless you. Then I turned to them and I said, let let me guess. He said, you too. No. I said, oil me up, daddy. It's dinner time and I'm a little soup boy, chompa chompa. (laughs) And I'm a little soup boy, chompa chompa. (laughs) Oil me up, daddy. It's dinner time and I'm a little soup boy, chompa chompa
0: why i just don't understand why he said that uh, you gotta you, you gotta see the whole setup but yeah it doesn't make any sense but that is a that's a meme on tiktok by the way is it that's a common chompa chompa oil me up daddy it's dinner time and i'm a little soup boy chompa chompa it's dinner time okay here's my next one
1: <laughs> how many arms has an alligator got bryce it depends how far he's got with eating his dinner
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh boy (laughs) you you asshole (laughs) crawl florida man the movie
1: (laughs) florida man the movie it is it's strange how much what's his name Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper is is a Florida man. Like, he's uh-huh. just kind of gaunt. He's got that kind of faraway look in his eyes like he saw too much in childhood. He's got alligators in his basement. He's got alligators in his basement. He qualifies. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one that's very pertinent. This is going to land, so okay. don't worry. All right, all right. Why don't alligators like fast food? <sighs> Because they can't catch it. <gasps> wow! Good job. Way right. to go, Bryce. All right, crawl. Swim.
0: Swim. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> I got one more to finish it up.
1: Oh, here we go. Who gives alligators presents on Christmas? Uh, um. Gator Claws. So close. Santa Jaws. Santa Jaws. (laughs) So it doesn't make sense because claws is also a Yeah. I mean it's just not it's just not what I wrote down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Final tagline. Crawl space. There
1: you go. There There it is. Bravo.
0: See, I came up with those in 10 minutes. That ain't bad, right? You did great. Just did great. All right. Taglines, like, kind of the, the concept falls apart. I think that's kind of like the running joke. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a certain amount
1: of cringe. There's a certain amount of, uh, uh, yeah,
0: all the, the things. The less and less we care about the actual concept of coming up with actual taglines. Right. Right. Although I do appreciate coming up with the actual ones. Yep. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to... It came from social media. Yes, it came... From social media. To fill the world with terror. To bring you unforgettable suspense. <coughs> what was it? Where did it come from? Who were the all-powerful creatures it brought? From social media. And what did they want on Earth? came from social media is a bit where we read about comments from our listeners and reviews.
1: Yeah, if you guys reach out to us on social media, there is a really, really good chance that we will talk about it. uh, Because we appreciate you, and, you know, this show is something that gives us both a reason, more reasons, to live.
0: Yeah, I mean, it used... We've had this segment since almost the very beginning. Yeah. And... (laughs) There's many weeks where we didn't hear a peep from yeah. from anyone, and it was usually us just talking about what our friend said. I think about like I think about
1: Dana all the
0: time. Yeah, every time I burp, I'm
1: like Dana.
0: <laughs> Dana, I burp in your
1: name. Yeah, it's uh, I. Uh, I got to tell you, I, Dana, if you're still out there, you haven't reached out to us in a while. Let us know. I'd like to talk to you.
0: Yeah. So. Again, Tanya is a new patron, and she said a lot of really nice things in our initial message. I just wanted to read the whole thing because it it warms the cockles of my heart. Um, She says, Thanks for the warm welcome. You are my very first Patreon membership, and I am excited to get to know you two more by tuning into your Afterpods. I found your podcast randomly after watching The Curse of Law, Eurona. Last spring, I left the theater with an immediate need to find people who could break down what the actual fuck I had just watched. (laughs) I'd never listened to a podcast before that day, but after listening to yours and a couple of others, I was hooked on them. I now listen to most of the horror movie podcasts on Apple Podcasts, but I like yours the best. That is amazing to me. First of all, there's a lot more that I'll read, but we're like our in... We're her introduction to podcasting. Yeah, and she's like, "You're the best." So, well, I can tell you, I can tell you why. <laughs> well, well, we're we're glad that you got to us first, and trust us, it doesn't get better than this. It does. This not. is the best. So this don't the best there look is. elsewhere. You better you better stay here and yeah. never leave. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you guys are honest with your feelings. Uh, honest with your ratings funny and don't take horror too seriously there's nothing worse than a podcast of horror mo- for horror movie lovers where the hosts hate every movie they watch and nitpick every single thing trust us we've gotten criticism that we do that as well yeah from some people
1: well i feel like i hate everything anyway.
0: yeah <laughs> yes la llorona is certainly worthy of a good roasting but paranormal activities saw and the conjuring get way too much shade thrown at them despite being reasonably good films yeah of the movies I watch are horror movies And my husband hates them So it's nice to be able to find people who enjoy the genre I enjoy found footage and sci-fi horror um, Especially those filmed in remote or wooded areas I'd love more quality alien invasion slash abduction movies You and me both Not the ones set in space or on spacecraft movies So the one that jumped to mind she, She lists a bunch of movies after that But the one that jumped to mind when she said that She did list, which is Fire in the Sky if you've never seen Fire in the Sky, it is, dude, she, like the the best alien abduction movie ever. It's like stays with me to this day. There's I saw a, it when it came there's out. There's
1: another in one uh, with an owl. I can't remember what it's called. But this list, like this, is Tanya, right? Uh huh. Tanya's taste and my taste are so similar. There's a few exceptions here, but not many. Like. Okay, I'm gonna go down this list. Can I read this? List? Yeah, go for it. She's, uh, she says, so I'm gonna put a check mark next to the ones that are just top tier for me. Hell House LLC, Insidious, Alien, check the visit. If you guys have not seen the visit, you've probably not heard about it. This is a m night Shyamalan ding dong movie from like 2014 or 15 and it's about sundowner syndrome which if you don't know what that is look up sundowner syndrome in google right now it's fucking weird it's a real thing that really happens to old people and you need to watch this movie fire in the sky check texas chainsaw check blair witch project check Paranormal activity, check. The fourth kind, check. The taking of Deborah Logan, another big one that nobody talks about very much. It's not very well known, but it is it is disturbing. And again, about old people and kind of dementia. Uh, both of those are... Uh, both uh, the visit and the taking of Deborah Logan are high on my list of w- unknowns. And then Prometheus, she says, in I know in quotation mark in uh, parentheses, I also love Prometheus, and I I also know,
0: and uh, three quarters of the movies, <laughs> Sinister, Sinister, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she uh, she says her the scariest but least favorite movie is the Babadook. Only because I went in thinking I knew what it was about, and then proceeded to cry myself to sleep for two weeks straight after realizing it hit a little too close to home for myself as a depressed new mother. That is, like, And now she checks Bryce's boxes. I watch, I watch the Babadook, and it's it's a fantastic film. But Dave, uh, b- spaghetti, b- b- d- d- spaghetti. spaghetti, like you don't like it as much, but. It's a fantastic movie to me, mostly because I was like empathizing with any new mother (laughs) or like mother that was that would watch this movie. It plays on so many fears about is my kid normal? Is he okay? Is something happening? Yeah. And, uh, Anyways, she, she finishes it up, says, Anyways, sorry for the giant blog post reply. I teach kindergarten, I have two kids, I struggle with anxiety, and I'm so thankful for to you for giving me something to look forward to during my lunch break, my planning time, my commute, and my falling asleep time each day. Per sleep meow. That is so awesome. Touching. Like, I... I don't know what to say. Like, I... Uh, it feels like more of a responsibility now yeah, to be a podcaster like, oh, people are actually like affected by what we say, but more importantly, people enjoy the podcast, which still blows my mind to this day. Yeah, for, I mean...
1: My need to engage in homicidal behavior on a massive scale cannot be corrected, but uh, I have no other way to fulfill my needs. I have no other way to fulfill my needs other than this podcast. Yeah
0: um okay ben warrington on twitter he mentioned us he says i don't recommend too much but by god you have to listen to horror movie talk these guys are incredible and uh we've been in discussions with ben warrington he's out of the uk and he's been on podcasts before he's had a couple podcasts of his own and and we might um involve him on a couple segments going forward yeah thanks to, yeah thanks for reaching out to us Ben we appreciate it uh Tara Westwood we mentioned her last week because she mentioned our podcast I don't know if you know who Tara Westwood is but she is one of the actresses in the grudge right and she says uh, she said last week you got what we were doing in the grudge um, I replied thanks Terry you rocked it as well as did the rest of the cast if you're if you are the real tara westwood can't be too sure without the verified icon we'd love to have you on the show and i didn't realize until i was preparing the episode today that she replied to us (laughs) holy shit a moly she said thank you it's really me and that would be fun uh so who knows maybe we'll have tara westwood on on the podcast One, one of our i guess that'd be like the second interview we've ever had yeah well no we've had quite a few i mean not quite a few We've had guests, yeah, but not, I think we've only had one that's, interview, that's the true. In Search of Darkness guy. Yeah. Um, and she also retweeted our grudge post, so that's that's pretty awesome. Um, another patron, Don B., he asked, so how did you guys first meet, and how long have you known each other? We've covered this before, but for new listeners, maybe we should just say like, how we met. You're looking at your
1: phone. Yeah, so uh, I I went to apply for uh, a job, uh, a, a, a writing job at a, a marketing agency, and Bryce was already working there, and he was in the interview where it was he, a
0: panel interview.
1: Yeah, they only in Portland. It's the f- fucking most hipstery place on the face of planet, so everything has to be,
0: everything has to be. Uh, It's a special hell now in in the job market. Like you got to have the screener phone interview, where they probably won't get back to you if they don't. The pre interview interview,
1: then the pre interview, then, then the like, interview, the then interview. Interview. <laughs> the panel
0: interview, and then it's yeah, like okay, literally like the the sequence that I see very eat- common now is the phone screener interview. The thirty-minute interview with an actual hiring manager, then the in-person interview with the hiring manager, and then the group interview. And I get it.
1: I get it. The internet makes it a lot harder to, you know, to to filter out the bozos from from the normies, but uh, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a point at which... At what point do I get to invoice you for all these fucking (laughs) interviews? Um, So anyway, so Bryce was already there. He was in the panel interview, and uh, and toward the end of the interview, he learned that I lived in a similar place as him. And immediately, he said, you're going to be carpooling with me if you get this job. And it was almost an order to which I don't take well. And and I, I went home that night and I was like, there's this fucking guy and he wants me to like carpool with him. And I'm, and I just,
0: it's just so presumptuous and, bleh, bleh, bleh. and, uh, and then I, I don't remember it as an order, but I was definitely very excited about the prospect and insistent. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you were very persistent and for someone who I had never met. It was the most persistence I'd ever seen. Uh-huh. It was like. This is what's happening. I was so excited to
0: use you for your body. Right. Right. (laughs) And uh, because northbound, going back to Vancouver from Portland. It's a hellish ride both ways. And then you just have the sweet carpool lane where you just see people speeding by. I do that every time. And then
1: with nobody in there. Yeah, well. But but it certainly does. It's a nice peace of mind to have somebody in in
0: there. As a law abiding citizen, I didn't partake in the carpool lane without
1: Uh, another person yeah fuck that shit
0: anyway so uh so we started carpooling
1: and immediately we realized that uh we were kindred spirits kind of like we just had very similar feelings and experiences and yeah uh you know it just it just not that we didn't have a rough patches (laughs) well sure i mean yeah uh it i think we're i think we're
0: much i think we're very we're actually very different yeah, types well, of people, but like have very, a lot of overlap about taste and like what we like. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't presume to say that we're the, very similar. It's just, uh, I think we have an appreciation for what each other brings to the table. Right. Right.
0: right. Um, so that was what, five years ago?
1: Yeah, that was at the end of 2015. So,
0: about, yeah, about four four, or
1: or five years ago. ago.
0: Okay, Colby K on Facebook um, wrote us. He said, hey, just wanted to reach out and say you guys are great. was looking for a good review of The Grudge, and that's how I discovered you guys last week. Started going back and listening to your old episodes and just finished the underwater review this morning. Keep it up.
1: Hey, thanks, Colby. Thanks, Colby. Yeah, uh, if you you hear this episode and you hear us... You know, I know we've said this multiple times now, but if you reach out to us, we will talk to you. Uh-huh. Uh, too much.
0: <laughs> Here are some new reviews from Apple Podcasts. We've asked so many times for people to leave us ratings. Um, here's one from Magdeus. I, I think it might actually be Magnus. I'm not sure. but, but What? I, I think it actually might be Magnus that left this review. Oh, Magdu. But I'm not sure. Because it's from Sweden and it was left yesterday. Right. No, 2 days ago. <laughs> like heroin but only the good part. <laughs> yeah. Like heroin but only the good part is the title. <laughs> and heroin is spelled like the female version of her- of hero, but I'm not going to, you know. Thank hey, you for it's the it's probably a second language. <clears throat> Pablo Picasso or Picasso hoodie. Hoodie, hoodie, hoodie Picasso. Picasso hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, It took me a few episodes to realize that they were not sponsored by all these obscure and impossible companies they list. (laughs) I then realized that their humor is not accidental like they claim. It is natural. Can't recommend this podcast enough. It's fun. It's stupid. It's weird. It's addictive. It's horror. With that said, please fix the lowercase L in the podcast profile picture. Oh, yeah. Well... That's the font that we used for the logo and the, uh, lowercase, case L is, talk. That is the, the capital version of it for some reason. Ah, the fonts all fucked up. Yeah. Um, if we have any designers that want to design us oh, a custom no,
1: font, no, just, just put a times new Roman case L in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, that would be, Oh my God, that would be great. That is, we need to actually do that <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, he says, it's been driving me nuts for almost a year now. Uh, now to Swedish. And then I think he just writes the same thing it in says, Swedish. Det tog mig nagra. Yeah, yeah. Avenient Why don't you read the swe- at Swedish. At
1: isni at podcasten. Into, I know what that word is. Into sponsorades av Aladessa konstiga. och um
0: jilla. <laughs> Om Okay. gillar för tag som det sker om i Bjorgen jag insag da att jag gang sagt inte är accident som uh, garnan vi uh, oh, pasta denar naturlig wow you're really fucking good at this Va van verligan Recommendere den podcast om man gilar gilar skark film. Jesus, men and lit. Uh, unic Okay, this is getting painful. Okay, anyway, that goes on. Um, wow, you're
1: really good at that. How, uh, <laughs> How did you, you know. just channel uh, the fucking Swedish chef there?
0: I don't know. We'll see. Uh, uh, the Ma- uh, Magnus, let us know how close I got.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm I'm super interested. Did he, did he slaughter it? Or was I... Oh, that, I'm sure I slaughtered like, it. Jag insag dat at <laughs> Daris humor
0: into a accidental som de garna. Ville pasta. <laughs> Bobby. Uh, so, another review titled, What a Podcast... Funny, but serious, informal, but knowledgeable, entertaining, and memorable. This podcast has the correct blend of everything you need to create a classy cocktail of horror talk by Ben Warrington. <laughs> a classy cocktail. That's uh, so sexual sounding that I'm a little aroused right now. Yeah, so that was from Ben. We mentioned him. He also left a message on Twitter. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Ben. Um, thank you. Another review titled... He snuck a heart in there, too. Yeah, he did. Another review titled, Ah, oh, the French... <laughs> Says this guy, these guys are great. The graphic descriptions of their farts and the constant burping always keep me coming back. Uh, comment by Cactus, 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 Cactus. That's my favorite, (laughs) yeah. And then, um, a correction of a review last week. We read the Hoodie Picasso um review this week. He uh, he deleted that one and, and fixed it. He says, after out. After trying out all the horror podcasts, I could handle this one is my f- all the horror podcasts I could handle this one is my favorite, funny and insightful. And uh, it used to read after trying out all of the hoodie Picasso, I could handle this one is my favorite, funny and insightful. So <laughs> he he actually commented. Um, his name is John. He commented on our Facebook. He said, my dog ate my good glasses, and autocorrect is ruining my life. Hoodie Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks, John. And then a bunch of... uh you take your dog to the vet. A bunch of comments on our website for different episodes by Daywalker. Um, we'll read a, just a couple of these. Um, for the Ritual Review, great review, guys. This was a good Netflix movie. Love it when horror meets mythology, ex- especially the North... Norse creatures. We need more of these types. Yeah, I responded to him on that one.
1: I I recommended you should check out Troll Hunter from I think it was like twenty ten maybe two, around that time. And uh, Troll Hunter and I have not seen Troll Hunter too, but Troll Hunter is a is a creature feature or monster movie that is that is really fun and interesting. And I
0: liked it a lot. A lot of people think it's dumb,
1: but uh, but I really really enjoyed it. Yeah,
0: he leaves another comment on the Ready or Not review. What a fun movie! I listened to this episode first and passed on it when it was in the theater. Thought it was just another slasher, but once I found out it had some supernatural elements, I changed my mind. Really wish I'd seen it in the theater. Samara Weaving is just awesome as the new Scream Queen. Yeah, yeah, that's it's dead on. I think, like, as I look back on last year, like, I'm leaning towards that as the best movie of the year. Like Midsummer is great, but like I can't, like I know that I'll watch Ready or Not again. To my taste, uh, I think
1: Midsummer trumped it, uh, and and I, but undoubtedly, like it is, it has so many elements that work in it. So many elements, so many. It felt kind of like a Sam Raimi movie a little bit. Yeah, it felt kind of goofy and fun and uh, and aware of itself. And then the supernatural elements are totally unexpected and very very well done
0: yeah so i mean there's other comments i'm sure we we missed some stuff that came across the board last week um if we missed you sorry Uh, but don't be afraid to to reach out and uh, let us know what you think you know i we read all these i mean it feels like kind of egotistical to read the the good reviews but i don't think we've gotten a bad review in a while yeah. Well, we we got like a bad comment on a on a blog post a while back <laughs> saying that we're dis- device, divisive and anti-Trumpers or something. Divisive. But,
1: um yeah, no, I don't I don't I'm not
0: exactly. It was unclear due to grammar who was right. it at blame. <laughs> but that's what's wrong with the move industry. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, let us know what you think. Um we're constantly trying to get better, so criticisms are welcomed also. Um, so that's the show. Thank you for listening. Please be like these people and and talk to us on social media and especially like the people that left a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps out. Share the podcast with a friend. We only grow organically. We only grow if people stumble upon us or people recommend us. So, um, yeah, if you guys share, if you share one of our episode posts on a Wednesday, if
1: you share that with your social network, it it extends our range so much, and
0: we just we love you for it. So, so thank you for doing that. If you're going to buy anything on Amazon in the coming weeks, go to our website horrormovietalk.com and click through the button in the banner to Amazon because then we'll get a little little commission from that, and it helps out. Uh, also, if you're a fan of the show and want access to bonus content, check out our Patreon. That's also linked on our website shutter.com use code HMT at checkout to get a 30 day free trial special thanks to all the people that left us uh comments and nice reviews this last week um I hope if we didn't get to you you you're not too offended but especially thank you to new patrons Magnus and Tanya um we really are blown away by the support and generosity man
1: yeah it's huge thank you guys so much and uh and we love you and you guys
0: have a great week. And uh, yeah, follow us on social media and, and all that good stuff. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
2: I don't need a plumber You're that clever shark, aren't you? Candy Graham Candy Graham, my foot You get out of here before I call the police You're the shark and you know it Wait, I'm only a dolphin, ma'am A dolphin? Well, okay Chompa-chompa.